Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we expand human possibilities, overcome language barriers, and bring cultures closer together. Thanks for joining us. Oh, wow. I, I, we do. We do. We do all the, we that, do. So, all so, that. so Rich didn't use someone else's mission statement. To no, open the show. That's just us. That's just, yeah. Us. Yeah. That's uh-huh. just a description. Oh, wait. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah. It's, it's deep L. The d- <laughs> You're in some deep L now. A creepy little robot. No. Deep L is a German company that has set itself the goal of eliminating language barriers worldwide by using artificial intelligence. <laughs> deep L is very upset that deep learning already existed and it couldn't take its name. Deep L is like, listen. It's a, it translates differently. Hey, um, ah. yeah, deep L.com deep, deep or Dippel in German. Dippel. And there is a, um, translator at deep L.com, like that apparently you could just use to translate stuff. And they so wait, I don't deep. need to learn languages anymore. I just use deep L. And, I guess so. Yeah. Learning is over unless you're a computer. Learning is for suckers. Learning is for machines. Yeah. Hat tip, uh, hat tip to Scott who sent over this about page because <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you, Scott. Uh, I have uh, an investment proposal for you, Molly, which I realize <laughs> played very differently as a joke on It's a Thing like three years ago than it does today. <laughs> I know. Because now I'm like, um, how come I can't see revenue? You're like, where's your deck? If you <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> What's your exit plan? No, uh, I actually have a feeling, and I did not talk to you prior to the show about this, uh, that you probably have some insight on this. I am seeing more companies appeal directly to their user base for investments. Uh, It started with Zencaster a month or so ago, sending out notes to Zencaster users saying, hey, uh, if you'd like to invest in the company, we're we're doing a limited offering to users like you. Here's the details, blah, 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 blah. Scott Johnson emailed. He's like, is this a scam? And I'm like, I don't think it's a scam, but it is unusual. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then Substack did it this week uh, in in a slightly different way than Zencaster did, but but still the same thing, limited, limited investment directly uh, appealing to the people who use Substack. Is yeah. is that a thing? I mean, I'm wondering. I think it is definitely part of a basket of things that resulted from, oh my God, I'm going to get super nerdy. Go here. for it. Oh, I love this. Uh, so it, in, and I have not looked this up yet. So if I get some details wrong, chat GPT me. Um, <laughs> if I get some details wrong, I will be chat GPT. In 2015-ish, the Obama administration like created some new rules around crowdfunding, effectively. And it made it easier to do crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. It lowered the like accreditation requirements 
for people so that previously to be an accredited investor, you had to be like way more rich, but now you have to have, you have to be kind of rich. You'd be pretty rich, right? $200,000 a year as an individual, or I think three fifty dollars as a couple. Mm-hmm. And those are lower than what they used to be. That's your income, and not your- That's your income. That's right. not the minimum investment. <laughs> no. Yeah. Sorry. That's your, your yeah, income. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then- um it made it easier to do things like it created a new category for fundraising, even if you're like venture capital fund, sorry, called a 506C so that you could actually raise in public mm-hmm. where previously financial institutions couldn't. And then it also made it easier for companies to go directly to their users to try to raise money. So this is definitely like springing from that. It's all part of that kind of loosening of restrictions and democratizing access to investment. No question. Uh, so uh, this is the kind of dotted line I love to draw, right? Which is uh, you might have heard about the change in policy and then not paid any attention to it. Now, maybe we're seeing the effect of that change right. in policy. Exactly. Because it and took, so, a, took a little while to move through the system. There was like this company that I used to, <laughs> I mean, this company is like amazing. I think it's called like Big Yellow Sack. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, bag. It's called Big Yellow Bag. Thank yellow you. Bag. Bag's better. <laughs> Big yellow bag. No, but it might actually be. Oh, no. <laughs> I think it's yellow sack. Hold on. The man I, in I the yellow it hat. Yeah, it have... is. It's it's yellowsack.com. Of course it is. Okay. And no, it's freaking amazing though. Like if you have, if you're doing a big project like construction, they just literally bring this huge yellow bag really? to your house and you fill it up and you get charged by the ton. It's like unbelievable. Uh, It's the easiest, most amazing thing I ever used. And so then they launched a new company, um, the like owners of Yellow Sack. And I saw it on a fundraising site, a crowdfunding site. And they were raising money for it. And it's more like a construction loan kind of facilitation thing. Oh, cool. And they, again, just sort of went direct. And Mm -hmm. I actually reached out to them and I was like, hey, let's talk because I loved Yellow Sack. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And then it turned out it was like, you know, it's enough of a real estate um, and finance company that it wasn't like investable, blah, 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 sure, whatever. Sure. But the, the point is that if you are a different kind of business that might not necessarily be super appropriate for venture capital, like media, like we can't expect mm-hmm. that there's going to be a hundred times return right. on this, then these crowdfunding opportunities are really good. And, and this, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and, or in the case of Substack, it made me go, what? I just got here and you're dying already. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what Scott Johnson was thinking too. Like, like either this is a scam or Zencaster's about to go under. Is that what this means? Um, which is interesting. I, I just wrote up a thing about open AI and the fact that when they created the for-profit subsidiary, Altman you know, did the altruistic thing of saying, I will not take any equity in this to make sure that I have no conflict of interest. Right. Uh, and, and all the investors took that as like, Oh, it must not be worth anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, like that's the one problem with all of this is that mm-hmm. it is a good, in theory, it's a good fundraising mechanism. And in theory, you can have this message about how you're democratizing and you don't have to only be, you know, wealthy enough to be an accredited investor, but there is like a little bit of a stink on, like it doesn't I didn't, inspire confidence. I didn't really look into it. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't know. I don't even, I can't even explain why. Right. It was just a, right. like, probably mostly because I'm like, I don't got time <laughs> to, to figure that out. Uh, and it doesn't seem obviously to be a, a, a can't miss idea. 
Um, and so I'm like, yeah, I, I wonder what the response is. I think this emailing your your user base directly and trying to phrase it as like, hey, we're going to let you in on the what the big guys do uh, is the approach right now. That's a thing. And I'm not uh, I'm not sure if it's going to work or not. Yeah, I've got I'm an alt. Sure I've got an alt, though, if uh, because I just wanted to hear Molly nerd out on this stuff because I learn a lot <laughs> and it's awesome. Uh, but if you're like, man, that you made me listen to investment talk. Uh, my alt thing for this for this entry is uh, because we brought up chat GPT. Apparently, people in Australia are calling it chatty G. Uh, what? This, uh, this from an Australian listener of sword and laser was like, yeah, everybody, all the Aussies I know are calling it chatty G. Oh, I'm only ever calling it. That is incredible. (laughs) Oh my God. That's beautiful. Also, I love you made me listen to investment talk. You monsters. (laughs) You jerk. (laughs) Why would you do that? How dare you? Uh, You learned something and you didn't even want to. Uh, And you didn't have to go to Chatty G to do it. You did not. And also, that's really funny because, interestingly, my first thing is sort of in the style of Yellow Sack. So this is a little bit of a thing check. It's like a heat map because it's not everywhere yet, as in this service does not exist everywhere yet. But I think it might be a thing. And it's called Ridwell. Mm. Are you familiar with Ridwell? I'm not. What is Ridwell? Okay, so Ridwell is like a subscription trash pickup service that that's what i have in the city and you I subscribe. already have that yeah yep, exactly tell, but, but tell so, me more well you know how like nobody believes in recycling anymore and then there's some stuff that's hard to recycle like you can't necessarily just take a um, plastic bag you can't put that in the recycle you have to like mm, take it to safeway and drop right. it off and batteries um, batteries yeah. yes exactly those are big ones like light bulbs mm-hmm. that you're not supposed to just throw in the trash yeah so this company ridwell came along in I think 2018-ish or 2019. And it literally was like a guy and his six-year-old son who were trying to figure out where to take used batteries and just started doing it around Seattle. Mm -hmm. Then they turned it into a company and you pay 15 bucks a month and they take away and recycle or repurpose hard to recycle items like batteries and light bulbs. And then every month they have a... um, I just had my first pickup and they just introduced like thin plastic recycling, which is incredible. That's like, I mean, everything that you buy that is wrapped in plastic. Ah, like, like saran wrap type stuff, right? Yeah. All that crap. (laughs) If if you, if you're from the fifties, you call it that. Yeah. Or the like, um, uh, bubble envelopes. That kind of thing. Yeah. Like you put it all in this one bag. So you put it in a bag and then you put in a little bin outside. And then every month they have a rotating category. So this month it was um, small electronics. Oh, okay. So you're not always throwing everything in the bag. They have, they have consistent bags. So every month, no matter what, you can do plastic film, Uh um, uh, clothes, like, or clothes or like rags, you know, uh-huh. like some kind of fabric type thing. Yeah. They have a styrofoam bag, so you can have them recycle styrofoam. That's an okay. extra fee. And then there's like some other bag that I can't remember because so far I've only used plastic film and then the the special category one. So those are every week. Yeah. And then every week they're, oh, batteries is the other one. And batteries is every week. Okay. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Every month. Yeah. Or every month. Sorry. And then they, and then this special category, which seems to be the thing that people really love. Like the, then apparently this month, the special category, at least for me, is going to be books. Oh, like I can't stand to throw it away, but nobody really wants it. Or you can't put books in library. regular recycling. You're not supposed to. 
I mean, I think you can, but maybe not because oh, of the um, okay. shiny, the ones with the shiny cover type thing. Huh. I don't know. And it's sort of one of those where like they, it's not that big. I mean, they only have 75,000 customers, but it's just seems to be growing like a freaking weed, like everywhere I turn. And I don't know if it's my algorithm, and but they, it is they growing. They pick it up. They pick it up. This is not they a, you have it. to mail it to them situation so they're not going to be in every area because they have to have people to go around and pick it up but if they're in your area it's going to be awesome because you just set it out on the curb yeah wow you just set it on the curb that's pretty Um, cool how much is it ryan in minneapolis has it so it's in minneapolis yes he said we use it that's so awesome um it's 15 bucks a month okay here and here's the thing do you do you have to subscribe to get it do they offer one-off pickups uh i don't think so they have several pricing plans you can skip a pickup and then don't not have to pay and then not pay okay all right yeah because like i really need something for batteries and i know i can find a place Mm -hmm. i think home depot still takes them uh but it would be nice to just get rid of them easily but i don't know if i need it on an ongoing basis or not yeah i don't know I mean, so far I'm pretty into it and I'm into it as, especially as a concept. And yeah, it's a great concept. Yeah. Holy crap. The, the, the amount, the significant reduction of guilt that I feel Mm -hmm. just by putting all those little crappy, like, you know, why like shredded cheese comes in that plastic bag and you have to tear off the top, Mm -hmm. that little strip of plastic. Right. That's like in your water now. Yeah, it's in our DNA for crying out loud. So if I could just put that in that little bit, I mean, I'm like, oh, interesting. I they, also their social media game is strong. I think that's why I think it's a thing. I think this solving this problem, absolutely one thousand percent a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Seems like Ridwell is the best answer to the problem because I've seen a few of these kinds of things, and they're always like, oh, it's, we only take this kinds of stuff, and you have to mail it to us. And I'm like, no, I'm not interested. So, yeah. so this one's. This one's getting closer to being the thing you need. It really is. Like it's pre- it's pretty close, I gotta say. And just the idea of having someone come every month and just like, oh yeah, take this big pile of books. Or we had like a Brazilian, this will shock you, keyboards. Oh yeah. Electronics. So those all yeah. went in the electronics thing. Right. It's amazing. And the batteries too. In fact, the batteries alone might be worth it because we do I mean, we try to use rechargeables, but right. you don't always but there are a lot of yeah. them and it's yeah. like yeah it's a big deal they like start fires and stuff anyway, uh, let I, us know I if you have, have if you've a heard huge of it or have it coffee mug full of batteries sitting right over there i'm looking at so, it don't don't catch on fire uh, no. maybe find a friend maybe you could split a subscription oh anyway. like it like mm-hmm. with my neighbor You're like it lives that actually one time, i right? might add, you know what i think my neighbor is the kind of person to be into that yeah yeah, yeah. All I right. am not an investor in Ridwell. <laughs> Thank you for the disclosure. <laughs> uh, do you do a lot of investing in SEA, you know, in C, <laughs> in Southeast Asia? Oh, did you not know that's what I meant when I said SEA? Southeast <laughs> Asia. This is my next thing uh, is that, you know, we, we have these regional names and, and shortcuts change over time. Uh, and I, I've noticed this one has taken over. Uh, it's, it's been, a, it's been kicking around for a bit, to be honest, but I am now seeing all the news outlets use SEA in their headlines when they mean Southeast Asia, which confuses me because I keep thinking they mean Seattle. Yeah. Why doesn't like a, a memo? We need a memo. Yeah. 
Because they change this stuff and then you don't know. And then like, it's sort of, there's a couple of things like that. I mean, for, I guess this is replacing, like there was like Pacific Rim and then that went away. And then there's the global South, which appeared (laughs) at some point and I don't know when. And like nobody told. And then the first time I was at a conference and someone said it, but it feels like some people in the conference circuit get the memo. Oh, early. Yeah. And And I didn't get the SCA memo. We're on the page. Uh, I, Rich asks if Emea is, I I think Emea is still. Kicking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was like a thing. Because SEA and EMEA are different regions. So it's not like SEA would replace EMEA. Also, I don't know how to say SEA. Do you say C? Right. Do you say SEA? Do you say Southeast Asia and you only write it in SEA in print? I don't, I don't, I, I have not gotten that guidance. Yeah. Me neither. Somebody tell me. I, and I then Ryan said he'd never heard level. anyone say EMEA, but say EMEA. You must say SEA. You can't just go around saying C. But (laughs) SEA, by the way, invest in my chip plant C. It's not significantly shorter than Southeast Asia. SEA. I know. I think that's what's tripping me up. I'm not. You're saving typing time. You're not saving talking time. This is right. But you have a character count on the web. Yeah, that's amazing. All right. This is um a little bit of a question. Yeah. But I think maybe the question has somewhat been answered. Corgis? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the end. Uh, yeah. Listen, I'm not saying I live in the representative neighborhood or anything, but there's like five new corgis in my neighborhood in the past six months. Dude, is it because the queen died? I mean, they've been Ooh, coming up. Like, yeah. they've been around. Like, San Francisco has like a corgi beach event, and apparently those are common in other places too. I found a news article about um, the Cannon Beach Gazette. I don't even know where this is, East Coast somewhere. Mm. But the corgi, the annual, they for 10 years have been having an annual corgi summer event, and it's now gotten so big all of a sudden, and people travel from all over the United States that they had to move it. And so they're going to be hosting it somewhere else. Oh, it looks like it's in Oregon. Then, of course, there's the queen thing. There are these very famous um, corgis on TikTok, Hammy and Olivia. But I don't know what. And then there was like there was, you know, how ESPN now does one day of the Ocho. Oh, yeah. By the way. Uh Oh, my God. It's so fun. And it's just a day of weird sports. They had corgi races, which, by the way, is the funniest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Right, Because they get the little legs. But they're so small and they're like, they're so tiny. And they're so so you're as a corgi friend named Betty. Oh, I mean, they are outrageously cute. Never get one. I have, I have, ex- I have extensively duck ducked this. Yeah. They apparently are just hair bumps. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. You got to brush them every That's going to be an issue for you. Mm-hmm. Don't you? Yeah. Cause they're sweet. They're, oh God, they're so and, but they're also cute. spunky. You know, they're not like timid. They're, yeah. they're, they've got personality. They're hysterical and they're smart. And then the thing that's so funny about corgis, to me at least, is that no matter what you cross them with, it's just a corgi with the other dog's face. <laughs> it's like, like a jeans. Lego. You just pull off the, put the Lego <laughs> head of the other dog on. Like the jeans are so strong that you'll cross that's a corgi awesome. with a shepherd and you'll just get a corgi that has <laughs> shepherd, shepherd coloring head. and a shepherd head. Like, <laughs> they're so amazing that is wild <laughs> wow oh, okay the well. shepherd husky oh my gosh that picture in our oh, discord yeah. um 
Uh, or not Shepherd Husky, Corgi Husky. Um, Corgi Husky. I, I threw this link in our, our rundown uh, because it, this conversation reminded me of it. Uh, it's not Corgis, though. Um, it's French Bulldogs are now the most popular dog in the U.S., passing Labs. Yeah. Labs have been the most popular forever. Uh, but they're number two now to the French bulldog. So Corgi wow. and the French bulldog make me think small dogs is also kind of an Uber thing. Yeah, it probably is. Yep. Oh my God. I just found a Corgi pit bull cross again. <laughs> Corgi bot stone cold Corgi body pit bull head. Pit bull head. I mean, this is oh, hysterical. They're that's hysterical. so cute. That's so cute. By the way, that is the cutest dog I think I've ever seen. That is the best. <laughs> I'm in. I need a corgi pit. I will get a third Sawyer, dog. Would you like another dog? <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking yes. Oh yeah, corgi doodle. Corgi Is there doodle. a doodle? Any doodle? Yeah. A coodle. Coodle. Corgoodle. Corgi doodle. <laughs> Dandy. Wait, I'm looking. Corgi doodle went to town. There it is. Images. Oh my biscuits! Look at that. Yeah. This is one thing that that Molly can't easily shop for during the show. (laughs) But I want to. (laughs) Yeah, not that the desire isn't there, but. I mean, apparently there's a Corgi poo. Oh, wow. Oh, my biscuits. Corgi doodles, the perfect mix of cuteness and intelligence. Okay, I'm focused. I'm I'm on the show. Let's uh let let's get to uh, other people's feedback uh to reduce your cognitive load. Help me. <laughs> uh Tom sent in some thing formations. Different Tom, not myself. Uh I I don't Ricky Clever. Henderson this stuff. Uh but Tom would like to read Tom's email. Tom says a couple of thing confirmations. Jeans with almost the entire front ripped away are a thing at my daughter's high school. Although I haven't seen anyone with the entire front gone, usually there are a few strands holding it together. Does not make any sense to me, especially in the cold Minnesota winter. Uh, two, I think Rich hit the nail on the head when he pointed out the parasocial nature of TikTok and YouTube videos. I've long noticed the same thing in podcasts. Listening interest is defined by personality as much or maybe more than the subject matter. Friends and family that also listen to podcasts have agreed when I bring this up. Love the show. Thanks for all you do. So the, the jeans with just the threads, I mean, I had a pair of those in high school. So clearly that's just like the 80s thing coming back, which is slightly different than the literally no front. But I agree with you that the few strands holding it together, I've seen that. And I had those. And the thing is, you just wear like shiny black leggings underneath them. And then you look like Lita Ford. Yeah, you got you to gotta wear That's the how leggings far back underneath I'm going. it, right? Kiss me once. <laughs> Kiss me twice. Come on. If you're in Minnesota, you wear the leggings underneath. Especially you wear the, in the leggings. Winter. Yeah, this was North Dakota. Like, you got to. Kiss me deadly. Okay. Um, Taking me back. That, right? Like, who knew that was in my head somewhere? That Charlie dude also wrote in that no front jeans are a thing in Tallahassee and said on buying around for the kitchen, OMG, we saw this on a menu the other night. And my wife and I weren't sure what it meant. I believe it was for $10. We weren't sure if we were buying actual beers or if we were just tipping extra for the kitchen staff and we were both too embarrassed to ask. Oh, hopefully it's just tipping. I'm Not not that I begrudge uh, the kitchen staff drinking, uh, but the restaurant's going to get some liabilities. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, it cannot be beers. Yeah. No, definitely uh, not. Well, they, the, the kitchen staff can do whatever they want with the 10 bucks, I guess, but... Um, also a round for the kitchen staff at 10 bucks. It doesn't seem like it's it'd go not, very far. It's yeah. not a round. Like mm-hmm. you're not buying a round. That's just know? extra tipping. 
Ah, the tipping culture. I I love it and hate it. You know, as an employee, I love it. As a customer, I hate it. But there you go. Same. Same. Uh, Gabriel Cohen on a new movie thing. Hi, guys. I've been hearing about this on so many podcasts, so maybe you talked about it already. If not, movies about the origin story of products and businesses. Definitely a thing. Air Jordans, Tetris, Blackberry, and now Flamin' Hot Cheetos. What? There's a Flamin' Hot Cheetos doc? Stop it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know that the Air Jordans... The Blackberry one about- was good enough. Flamin' Hot, the story of Richard Montañez, the Frito-Lay janitor who channeled his Mexican-American heritage and upbringing to turn Flamin' Hot Cheetos into a thing. You have got to be kidding me. Are we just legit? <laughs> Directed by Ava Longoria. Out. Starring Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I wish I was making this up. This is like a no freaking way Mad Lib. Yeah, I know. I mean, like a Mad Lib literally called movie, no freaking way. Would it ever get made? Uh, Tony Shalhoub plays Roger Enrico. I assume that must be some Frito-Lay executive. And Emilio Rivera plays Vacho Montañez. <laughs> the Air Jordans one looks amazing. I think that's got like Matt Damon. I thought the Tetris one looked pretty good too, but then people are saying it just gets all navel gazy about the eighties. Um, the Blackberry <laughs> like one looks hilarious. You mean like you might, if you were talking about ripped up jeans and Lita Ford? What? Yeah. I mean, no. seriously, maybe I'm in for that, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Lynn wrote in on Nguyen coffee and said, hello, I have to say I bought this coffee a while back for the novelty of being a fellow Nguyen last name, and wanted Nguyen merch, LOL. But I am not a huge Robusta blends fan of straight coffee. However, Robusta coffee does work well when it's fused with condensed milk. Oh, yes. Uh, She writes, I think Vietnamese iced coffee may have had a small thingness a bit back, but any more boost for it would be a plus for me. Ah, very good. I like that. Agree. I love Vietnamese iced coffee. I would love that with Robusta. I think they use Robusta coffee in the Japanese, like canned coffees a lot of times too, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about how now they're trying to make it like artisanal and small Mm -hmm. batch and awesome again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ben from Lubbock, Texas wrote in on the big red boots, uh, said the makers of that big red boot discussed on a recent episode is likely someone you've heard of before. Mischief, spelled M-S-C-H-F, likely a play on mischief, have also made Jesus and Satan shoes, which I believe had bits of holy water and blood in each respectively. Can't remember if we talked about the Satan shoes here, DTNS or both, but I know we have. Probably both. They were the little Nas X shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They recently printed shirts in the style of race car driver suits that featured unlicensed brand logos as a way to see which company sent them a cease and desist first. Their most recent (laughs) initiative is Tax Haven 3000, a dating sim where an anime girl helps you file your taxes. Thought I'd toss this your way as you may be more familiar with mischief than you thought. That's, I mean, you are right, actually, because I did. I was totally up on the Jesus and Satan shoes. That is funny. All right. Clever. Well, they got, they definitely have a hit with the, they're hit makers. Mischief managed. Remember like for five minutes when Lil Nas X was the king of thing? Yeah. I, I feel like he's just biding his time, you know, like he, he knows that you can't just stay thing forever so you get you got to let it rest and then do do a comeback maybe i wait i eagerly await i i i, I me too yep can't wait um thank you for your emails it's a thing at uh, feedback at it's a thing dot me is where you can send us your thing formations your thing spotting like i don't know how big a lita ford fan you were back in the day 
<laughs> and, and thank you. Were you also into Warrant? Let us know. <laughs> I'm just going to sing them all. Um, and thank you for everybody who supports He's this show at patreon.com slash is a thing. Thank you. That's exactly where I was going. I was like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> uh, no, because we have to get to the shout outs, which, which go to our top level patrons at patreon.com slash it's a thing and dear to my heart dear to our morning routine in this household the shout outs this week are based on nespresso coffee pod descriptions oh this is incredible (laughs) just in keeping with our robustic conversation i love this love this so much all right i'll kick us off Morris Jones is a classic combination of roasted cereal and cocoa with notes that allude to bread and dark chocolate. With milk, Benjamin Forrest has a sweet profile with fruity, biscuity, and cereal notes and a creamy texture. AJ Venturella carries a pleasantly spicy aftertaste with hints of pepper, cinnamon, and nutmeg lingering long after your last sip. Lee Price is a dark roasted Robusta leavened patron that delivers a thick, creamy cup and a pleasantly bitter aftertaste. This high-quality Kevin Sill delivers exceptional flowery aromas and complex tastes worthy of Tokyo's refined palate. The rich volcanic soils of the Kivu lakeshores are fertile ground for Eric Duncan to bring you this mild patron's fruity and sweet cereal notes. Inspired by the baristas of Brooklyn who value the natural sweetness of patrons and apply a light roast to protect it, we carefully selected Jake Woods to develop this smooth patron that reveals his natural caramel and sweet biscuit notes when combined with milk. Exotic and velvety, the all-Brazilian Gabriel Cohen is partly dark roasted to enhance the body and bitterness needed for that Café Jinho character. The black honey processed Lara Abel gives this patron her nectarous sweetness. A sip of Lara is as smooth <laughs> as honey. <laughs> wow. I'm feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> A smooth, fruity blend of Valor trucks from four distinct origins represents the diverse and forward facing taste of a modern city like Shanghai. <laughs> uh, new patron alert. <laughs> Dry processed Miranda Janelle brings their alluring aromatics to this blend. You'll taste everything from ripe fruit to delicate orange blossom. Andrew Bradley brings a full-bodied cereal note and then dares to surprise you with his flourish of fruitiness and delicate acidity at the end. Joe Hood delights with nutty and exotic fruity notes and fine citric acidity, all combined with a cereal finish for a well-balanced patron. Louis St. pays tribute to Florence as a cultural hub by combining fruity notes traditionally found in Italy's north with cocoa notes from the south. All the intensity of Mike Akins is refined in a double wash and leaves you with his intense roasted and spiced notes and a thick, rich texture. Inspired by the dark roasted taste and thick textures created by the expert baristas of Spain, we selected James C. Smith and roasted him long dark <laughs> to create a powerful full-bodied taste, which becomes smoother and creamier with a splash of milk. I'm so sorry, James C. Smith. <laughs> 
James C. Smith really always does get a little bit roasted on the <laughs> shout-out section. Thanks for being with us for so long, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, thank you so much. I, I am glad that I've met you in person at this point to, so that I, I don't feel as bad about long roasting you. Oh, my virtually. God. Thank you to all of us. This is incredible. Welcome, new patrons. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for keeping the show on the air week after week. Patreon.com slash it's a thing. Join us in the Discord for live chat and an ad free RSS feed. And of course, another episode next week. Now, we don't have an affiliate link for Corgis, but we do have some buying links for other things that we talk about in the show. Look for those in the show notes or over at our shopping page. It's a thing.me slash shop. You can Yay. also email us your things. Feedback at it's a thing.me. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> 